Welcome everyone to the Ave Torah. Today is sure. We'll begin on Dafnun Zayin Amubet at the bottom of the page. Um, says the Gemara. Um, let's just re- remind us ourselves of the question that we had. We had a question from Yishmael. Ish Faryama. The man of Faryama. And his question was as follows. You have an onion, which was a seventh year onion. And was planted on the eighth year. And it was a type of onion that's called the Chasayot. Which is the type of onion where the... Um, the onion that's planted in the ground does not get, does not go away. It stays there. And our question was, can we revatel it? Can we say that it's overwhelmed by what grows from it and therefore say it's mutar? Even though in itself is a shemitah fruit. But once it's planted, it becomes mutar. Or do we say no? Or do we say no, it doesn't get overwhelmed and therefore it is asur? So says the Gemara, which we, we were trying to bring a couple of proofs, and none of them worked, and we're starting with a new proof now. Says the Gemara, Elamin Hada. Let's learn it from here. Etanya we learned in the Brayta of Shimon. Shimon says, "Call davar sheishlomatirin any item that ever is going to be mutar is never batel, and every item that's never going to be mutar." Can get patel. The Gemara is going to list the bright is going to list a few. So, for example, tevel, tevel. We're bringing a different brighter, which is not talking about um, fruits that are planted. Just talking about general. What things can get batelified? And it's telling you that things that are going to be mutar are never batel, and things that are going to be mutar. The Torah tells you how. In what they tell sixty in rov in two hundred, but there's there's a number, okay. But things that are never going to be, uh, never going to be mutar are not. So let's see what they are. So things that are matirim. This is by the way halacha and shukhan ruch. That tevel, for example, let's say you have something that you, that you have unseparated produce, so you didn't take maaser and shuma from it, being that. If it gets mixed in other fruits, being that you could always separate fruits on it, it's fine. So for example, let's say you have a guy has apples, a crate apples that you never separate through my maser. It's asur to eat them. But if they get mixed in, in 10 crates of apples, they're still all asur, even if they get in a million crates of apples, because you have the ability to take some apples, separate maser for those unmaser produce, and you don't have to know where they are, and they'll become mutar. And since you have that ability, that's called the Vashir Shomatinim, and it's never going to be batel. That's case number one. Maaser Shini. You have fruits of Maaser Shini. There is a way to get out of it, because Maaser Shini fruits, you're able to redeem the fruits on other fruits, and therefore it won't be Asur. And since it has a way to be redeemed, therefore it's not Asur. It doesn't get mutared. When it's mixed up, you with us? And chadash, chadash is non-yashan produce. If you have a flower that's from the oh, the new year, 
and you have to wait till after Pesach till it's mutar. That's the law. Till it's yashan. That flower is never batel. That's one of the reasons why nowadays, if you if a person is strict on yashan, you got to be careful. Even if a little drop of flour was not yashan, the whole thing's no good because it's never batel. But things that have no way to be mutar, if you go to Tiruma, like for example, Tiruma, if you, Tiruma means if I actually separated Truma, and now that Truma is, belongs to only Kohanim who are Tahor, let's say, Salama after we sprinkle the Paraduma blood on him, so now he becomes pure. Now he's allowed to eat Truma. He's the only one allowed to eat it. If that stuff gets mixed up with uh, 20,000 times uh, non-Truma produce, Mike Solomon could never eat it because it's... No, no, my, 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 then, no then he can't eat it. Because since it's impossible to mutar, it could get batelified in 200. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's redeemable or not. Okay, Trumat uh, Maser is uh, the Chuma that's separated from Maser Rishon. Maser Rishon is given to the Levi. From that, you have to separate Trumat Maser from it, which is the tenth of that to the Kohen. And that amount also has no heter, so it can be nullified in a certain amount. Chala is when you separate from the Chala for the Kohen, that also can't be can't be mutar and therefore is batelified. Orla, which is fruits for the first three years, has no heter and therefore can be nullified. Klai hakerem is when you planted, um, let's say, wheat together with grapes in the same thing. Those become asur, and since there's no heter for it, it can be batel. So the rabbis gave a shiur for when it's batel. That is the statement of Rabbi Shimon. But the rabbis told Rabbi Shimon after he said that statement, isn't it true? Shivi'it and lomatirim Shimita fruit has no matirim. It's never going to become mutar later. There's no way to mutarify shimita fruit. Always that sure. And that the rabbis didn't make a shiur for make, to make it by telephone. Right? Because <coughs> we learned in the Mishnah, Hashvit fruit, when you mix it with other other fruits, are said even the smallest amount, even one apple shimita with 10,000 non shimita apples makes them all shimita apples. Right? Amalahem, so Bishimon responded, Afani lo amati el biur. He's saying, this, that Shemitah is Asur, one in 10,000, that's only regarding Biur. Because Biur means that before the, the Shemitah fruits has something called the time of Biur, which is the time where you have, a person, Shemitah fruits are allowed to be eaten by anyone as long as before, the, the, as the, the fruits are available in the fields. But once the fru- fruits are already not available in the fields, you're not allowed to have it in your house. That's called Zman Biur. So we only said that it's never but 
that it's asur kosher only regarding biur, but regarding eating after that time, not to have it in your house, but just to eat. Then, then you're right, it is batelified. And therefore, it can be batelified because you're right. Because there is no effort. And therefore, gets batelified. So therefore, he's stuck up for himself. Now the Gemara is saying, the fact that the Mishnah says it's, that Shemitah fruit is asur, even a drop. And we're talking about whether or not the fruits of Shemitah got mixed with regular fruits, or whether whether we're talking about something that's grown from the Shemitah fruits got mixed with other fruits. Like, for example, let's say you have an onion from the sixth year, which got which got planted and it, right in the seventh year, and if it grew in that way, it, the whole the whole onion is asur because it got mixed with the shemitah fruits. So you see that right, if you had a sixth year onion, a mutar onion, and from it you planted seventh year onions, the whole thing's going to be asur. So you see that that you see that the source gets pulled out of what's grown. We make the whole thing asur. So too, we should answer the question and say that Shemitah fruit that's planted should make the whole thing... Shemitah fruit that's planted... No. Shemitah fruit that's planted should make the whole thing mutar because it follows the top. When you planted a non-Shemitah fruit... We said that it becomes asur like the fruit on top, because there's a lot more fruit on top, which is which is asur. It becomes asur. So we should say the same thing in the question of Yishmael, which is that when you plant the shemitah fr- fruit and from it grows more, it should become it should become mutar. Let's answer the question. That's mutar, because the same way you see from this thing that if you take a sixth year fruit, okay. And you plant it in the ground, six years mutar, and it grows tons of seventh year fruits, it's all asur. Okay? Right? So, too, we should say that when you plant the seventh year fruit, which is asur, and it grows with a lot of mutar, we should say that the mutar overcomes. Yes. So, we should say that the seventh year fruit becomes. The, 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 no, the seventh fruit that's in the ground should become muta when it's mixed in. It should become batelified the same way. I think this is what. What are you about to say? You about to come to the Gemara's answer? Says the Gemara. The Gemara says no. You can't get bring a proof of that because that's going the strictest. One's going to strict, and one's going to lenient. Just because you see that the rabbis are strict and they say that when you plant the six-year fruit. And it grows seventh year. We're strict and we say it's batel. Doesn't mean that we're going to be lenient and say that when you plant the seventh year fruit, it's for sure going to be batel. Just go, you can't bring your proof from going, going strict to going lenient. The rabbi, it's easy to go strict, but to go lenient, you have to know for sure that it works. So just because the rabbis are not sure and they say, let's get, let's go strict, let's go on the strict side when you plant the sixth one to the seventh one and make it all asur, does not necessarily mean that the rabbis going to go lenient 
and say, yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that 70th fruit that you planted. Who said? Not a proof. Okay. Remember, which is the answer we said last time. That's the answer we ended with yesterday. Elamin Hadab Shata. Rather learn it from here. The Tanaim we learned in the Mishnah. Bitsalim, if you have onions. Now these onions are six-year fruit, so they're mutar. And what happened was they were sitting in a in a box, and some rain fell on it, and they they they, they sprouted. Onions have a habit of sprouting, right? Sorry. It, now, how can you tell if the sprouts? Onions have a habit of sprouting. Now, if, if they sprouted attached to the ground, so we assume that that's shemitah induced stuff, and it should be asur. If they sprouted not attached to the ground, so then that's normal, and it'll be mutar. It's six year onions, they're fine. How can you tell if it's ground based sprouting or non ground based sprouting? Says the Gemara. If the leaves that come out of it are dark green, asurin, then they are asur. Horiku, if they're light green, mutin, they're mutar. Omer, he says, If you could pull it out of the ground with the leaves, now I don't think they're in the ground, but if it was, if the leaves are in strong enough that had it been in the ground, you'd be able to pull it out of the ground with a leaf like that, then they're asur. But if they're very lightly in, then they're mutar. Sorry? I guess you you, you, you do a, a pull test with pressure. What? No, no, no. It doesn't go by your weakness. It goes by the strength of the of the item. In other words, uh, this is not strong enough. I pull, it's going to rip. But if, if if you have a very strong one, it pull it does. It'll be able to pull out of the ground. This is a way to tell whether it's ground. When it's ground. It'll pull out of the ground with it. When it's just growing, it'll, it's just sitting on the top. So it's like, and the opposite way, the most issue if it's after Shemitah and something grows on it, then it's the, then you do it the, the reverse, which means that if it's why if it's light green, it's going to be asur because it's growing from the Shemitah fruits, and if it's dark green, it's going to be mutar because it's growing from the ground, and the ground is after Shemitah. You got it. Now, with the fact that we're saying dark green mutar in the membra. It sounds like that when you, when it's dark green and it's the eighth year, it's going to be mutar, even though it grew on Shemitah fruits. You see, it's okay. No, it's not a proof. Maybe we're talking about a case where you chopped up the onions. Since you chopped up the onions, so therefore the onions don't have significance, and that's why what grows afterwards is mutar. But not necessarily if you had a real full onion, which has chashivut, as it's something more chashuv, not necessarily would the rabbis agree that it would be mutar, and therefore you can't bring a proof from this. Let's learn from a different place. Turn the page. If you have a guy 
who's pulling off the leaves of a fruit in order to make it better is something called pruning. Pruning means if you want your fruit to go well, certain fruits, you have to take off the leaves from the, from the vines or whatever they are because the leaves take some of the power of the vine and when the leaves are on, you'll get weak, weak grapes and when you pull off the leaves, it, all the power goes to the fruit and the fruit gets bigger and better. Okay? That's farmer's tricks. Okay? Now, if you're a Jewish guy and a kuti, which is a non-religious Jew, hires you to pull off his leaves, okay? And you're talking about he's pulling off leaves in the type of greens, the type of onions that stay in the ground and don't go away. Right? And the, the goy tells you, listen, I let you eat them while you're working with them. Now, he's allowed to eat them as long as they didn't, if he's eating them, if he's picking on them, gnashing on them, he's allowed to eat them because they're not chayav in ma'asir. Because in general, you're not chayav to give ma'asir until you put it in bundles. And here, since it's not put in bundles, it's not chayav in ma'asir. So you're allowed to have him. And we're not worried that maybe the guy put tevil in the ground, which would be asur. But if you buy them, you have to separate ma'asir from them for sure, because we know for sure he didn't take ma'asir from it. Rabbi Shimon Merazan Omer, Im Yisrael Chashur HaShvit, the Motzei Shvit Mutar. If the guy is working, the guy who's working in the field of Yisrael, who we're afraid he didn't, he didn't make his field have care on Shemitah, and he's working on the eighth year, even though probably they're connected to Shemitah fruits which are Asur, Right? It's mutai to eat the things because we know that there's much more than what's in the ground. Remember, it sounds like from here that you could, that you could learn the answer to our question, which is that the stuff that grows from the ground is mvatel what's in the ground. No, it's no. Who told you we're talking about the type of onions? That stays in the ground. Maybe we're talking about the type of onions that goes away when you put it in the ground, and therefore, that's why it's mutar. Moses, how could it be? But Tanya, did we learn? These are the chasayot. These are the ones that stay in the ground. Kigor chaluf, shum, garlic, b'tzalim, and onions. All these things stay in the ground. Maybe that's talking about they stay in the. Maybe we're talking about when you chopped up the ones, crushed them. Mara says no. We're talking about a case the guy was suspect <coughs> that he kept his stuff on Shemitah. We said so. Obviously, 
it's got to be talking about a case. He that a guy doesn't care about the Isur Shemitah. So why would he chop up his onions? He's not chopping them to get rid of it. Moses, no, Dilma Vatarovit. Maybe we're talking about a case about it was where it was mixed. And therefore it was Batel. We're talking about every case. Right? Menachesh talking about any guy who's doing it. Sounds like any case there is. So says Gemara. Lematetu to Rabbi Yochanan. If so, it should be a question on Rabbi Yochanan also. Because if you remember, by Rabbi Yochanan said before, when it comes to orla, that when you plant, if you have an orla, that you you remember the orla case where you put two trees together, and we said it was asur. And Rabbi Yonatan, Rabbi Yonatan, Amen. Okay, we'll get to this tomorrow, Bezat Hashem.